Once again, quick disclaimer, I have a few uh, breathing difficulties still and I'm, I will be reading from a pre-written script again this time. As of now. It's time to write things down and talk into a mic, which is a fond compulsion of mine that occurs for reasons I can't be bothered to explain right now. I can, however, evidently be bothered to do this thing. And off the back of that point, I'd like to ask what else would I do in a time and place like I'm currently in? That isn't rhetorical. If there's viable alternatives that would be more beneficial for myself and anyone else, I'm open to hearing them. And because it's the right side of midday while writing this, I'm having a more optimistic inclination in reflecting on this uh, journaling routine I've pursued in evolving forms over the years. Becoming a lot more dialed in in recent times, so for better or worse, the process has inevitably gained some transferable skill in communicating a bit more succinctly, though I don't much care for the effect the your appliance has had on the sound of my voice lately. That aside, that aside, I feel like some momentum has been established and there may come a time where I can do something else with all that. In the ever-expanding interim where I await the agency of living with heavily fluctuating physical pains, I'll be dragging this disguised attempt of seeking validation by recording my anticipation for what's awaiting me today. I'm on my way to London for the first meeting with my orthodontist for over three months. It isn't the kind of appointment I might hope it to have been or be, but it's nonetheless a greatly needed chance to get his input on how things are going. I don't know how close I am to getting this appliance out, but I am close to getting an accurate forecast on the matter and simply having a better idea of what I'm in for will be highly appreciated. At the time of writing this paragraph, I've just switched trains and so have been idling slightly, having lots of spontaneous thoughts, each getting disrupted by the next. Though I've probably already commented before that the appliance does often play strange games with my mental health, and I don't think the whole... Uh, mental and physical distinction we're supposed to make is very constructive anyway but uh, especially when it comes when it's one uh, when it's when it's one's the something I'm not sure what I was supposed to have written there I thought I'd spell check this all beforehand uh, when it's one's this when it to make it constructive uh, well, fuck it, I'm leaving this in. I can't be bothered to edit right now. Uh, when it ones the something so fundamental as head pain and spinal alignment, it seems worth repeating that imbalance is imbalance, though I feel I was able to bypass the deeper psychological grievances during the first two months of the appliance, purely on the optimistic and highly... Uh, inaccurate expectation it'd be over far sooner than however long it will take <laughs> still the most recent sense of emotional hopelessness stems partly from an overall unknowing 
uncertainty that is fine in isolated chunks, but long-term pushes me nearer towards some form of internal breakdown, especially when the chances are rare to try and articulate all of this. So my recent dependence on mild antidepressant remedies like tyrosine, tryptophan, uh, St. John's Wort and 5-HTP, not all at the same time, signifies to me with as much breath work and cold therapy I can motivate myself to do on top of that, that everything feels like a biochemical tightrope walk. But I do wonder if any of the long-term pre-existing negative thoughts I've been having were not long overdue a fix anyway via addressing the basic environmental aspects that tend to determine a lot of our bad mental health conditions anyway. But paradoxically, maybe appropriately addressing that stuff is compromised by the very process that's amplifying the issues, the ones I just described. For instance, socialising and any positive interactions with other people does obviously provide a huge well-being upgrade for most of us, but my current condition fluctuates in such a way that I can that I can in the space of minutes go from chatty to irritable and lethargic and ultimately needing personal space to deal with the pain. There's no obvious solution, but speaking of solutions, I have nonetheless reflected a little deeper on that just now as I've had my appointment and the news is a mixed bag. I'm not yet decided on what to make of it as a whole, but it is still an upgrade to have had the professional input at this stage. The less positive developments have gotten me to reassess how I can live uh, with pain for the foreseeable future. The pain relief drugs have been an asset uh, without too much side effects, but the earlier conversation has prompted me to be more imaginative in how to work around this problem. The pain management regime I've become dependent on came about on assumption this whole process wouldn't take so fucking long. Uh, But now I'm exploring the prospect of approaching this at a different, from a different angle. The biggest thought hanging over me is, will I be able to have a few drinks this summer? Every time I've had more than one beer or so this this entire year my stomach aches and my head starts pounding as if it's bypassing the whole getting drunk phase and going straight into a really bad hangover i'm not a huge drinker but seven months being involuntarily sober is kind of getting to me so what can i do find a way to taper off the crasum as that painkiller does not mix well with alcohol But uh, make no mistake, that's not the only reason alcohol has been off the menu for me. Um, Even without other drugs in my system, I've not been able to stomach it. There are clinical explanations for this related to the jaw treatment, but I'm out of my depth if I attempt to explain it. This is a bit where I pick up from where I left off. A few days have passed since I last wrote and I shan't add much more, but I can certainly give a valid update. I spent a lot of time evaluating my options on the train home. 
The fundamental difference I've been trialling the past few days is to swap my usual afternoon Kratom dose for what biohackers would call a stack. My one being tryptophan, magnesium and paracetamol, or CBD oil. Tryptophan is an amino acid that's often used to treat mild depression. I've used it before at bedtime for sleep, and I've mentioned it briefly earlier. But in this application, it improves uh, my mood slightly, which in turn helps regulate play regulate pain of any emotional or physical kind magnesium is great is a great all-round mineral that seems to potentiate just about every other thing under the sun um and uh mild painkillers to cover all corners so to speak this seems to give me enough of a boost to get by in the afternoons, especially at work, although it has become abundantly clear in reflection that sitting at that desk at work has been a big factor in pain over the uh, recent months, to the point I'd been beginning to take stronger painkillers earlier in the day just to function at work. They did make me quite spaced out, but that was still an easier condition to work with than pounding headaches and neck pain. It's weird, isn't it, just how much depth I'm going into here. And one of these days I'm going to talk about art. Anyway, that's an aside. Almost there. So, I should stress, Kratom is a wonderful asset for temporary pain relief and other such applications, and I would consider it much safer than synthetic prescription medication or other drugs of a similar effect. But almost seven months of daily use has its setbacks now. However, whereas before Kratom was the norm and tryptophan was the exception for me, it is now the other way around. Daily use of tryptophan is a lot more sustainable as it is instead a dietary supplement, though very effective when used right, and has further potential benefits if you're dish, uh, deficient in serotonin. And this whole experience has, has most probably contributed to a lack of that in my system. Uh, man, I have felt exceptionally bleak at points this year. So the uh, improved serotonin production has and will be welcome. And it seems to be enabling me to incorporate other health healthy habits. So, you know, it's, it's everything seems to be working. So, so anyway... Some improvements to my quality of life, almost there. Some improvements to my quality of life generally now. I've taken the time to practically evaluate the measures I've been taking, although most of which healthy, weren't entirely suited to long-term pain management. Hold on a second. That's my page. They weren't entirely suited to long-term pain management, but I persisted over many months on the assumption it wouldn't be much longer that whole just a few months uh whoops another typo let's go back on that so yeah i'd been operating i'd been taking those drugs on the assumption it wouldn't be for much longer this whole process that whole just a few more fucking weeks of this shit mentality would have served fine for a month or two had I known this would take over half a year, I'd have gotten more expert advice on the pain management back in January.
So that almost, almost, almost concludes my entry. I've been reintegrating aspects of normal life, though I've tested my limits over recent days with what, uh, what with uh, family gatherings and celebrations. Um, my tolerance to alcohol seems to be better, though only in as much as I can have two drinks rather than one before feeling sick. I am also finding somewhat more energy at hand, though overall I sense I'm still running on a dialed back version of my whole self. So how these improvements inform my professional practice still for now remains to be seen. But I must remain thankful nonetheless that things are noticeably less shit. Uh, also, I'd be... I'll be making some stuff. I'll be making some stuff and setting up a shop soonish. So that's nice and convenient and that's that's art related. Bye now.